Hi, Monica. Hello, editor. So we are here again, a little bit wiser. At mm -hmm. least Monica is. Uh, I don't remember anything. <laughs> what will you tell us about the pilgrimage church of uh, St. John of Nepomuk? Nepomuk. The, one, the one we talked about in the last episode. Right. So he was... He's, he is a big deal in the Czech Republic in terms of, of his, his sainthood. It, one thing I just wanted to mention is like when you're in the city of Prague, I think it was on the Charles Bridge, there's a statue mm -hmm. dedicated to him. And there's a specific spot that shows where he was thrown to his drowning death mm. by the king. And so he, is, he was sainted by the Catholic Church. Um because the belief is that he was killed by the king because he wouldn't tell the king about the queen's confession. Mm. And so, I don't know what the king thought the queen was up to, <laughs> but he was trying to find out. And St. John said, you know, no, we don't, we don't share those things. And in truth, you know, Catholic priests do take vows not to share that information. So yeah, he's, but to say no to the king, you know, that's pretty It'll crazy. get you killed. Yeah. It'll oh, get yeah. you killed. <laughs> and so... At the site where he was thrown off the bridge, apparently there are five stars embedded in the ground, and that's like the actual precipice point of the bridge that he was thrown from. But the five stars have come to um, be a symbol for him because the claim is that when he hit the water, these stars appeared. So, you know, he was he was hit the water and was drowning, these stars appeared. And so his his when you see him illustrated, his halo has five stars on it. And those five stars played very big into the design of that church that you went to visit. And while that church was built to honor him, you know, it, right, and it was built right about the time he was declared a saint by the Catholic Church, he did not, the, the church was built after he was dead, but that particular area where they built the church was an area that he lived in and went to, and went to school there as a child. So it does have like an actual physical relationship to who he was when he was alive. But those five stars play a big role in how the architect built that church. And that's why it has those interesting lines and curves and points that we were trying to describe to people. You've got to see it to believe it. So folks, you're going to probably want to look up the Pilgrim Church of St. John Neopuk, um, Nepomuk. Nepomuk. Yeah. Nepomuk. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, because it is a really, really interesting, interesting um, architecture. And the architecture architect is Santini, although he's got a longer name. They keep referring to him as Santini, but he uses some sort of mathematical ratios with the number five being dominant in the layout. And so it does make for a really, really interesting look. Um, it was done in the 18th century, and there are pictures of the original drawings of it, and apparently the, what they built is incredibly close to the original drawings without much change at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what we were supposed to talk about. <laughs> oh. we, well, I think it was something to do with um, me not believing in what... Uh, no, trying to downplay... Oh, what I felt, right. you know, and it probably happens to a lot of people that they have some inexplicable, uh, strong uh, experience, a feeling, a visual or auditory experience, and they try to explain it uh, in a rational way. And um, um, 
I've uh, had uh, already a few with Monica and always uh, tried to say, oh, it's probably my ego talking or it's just my, um, I wouldn't say my imagination because um, it's not like I've been focusing on certain things, you know, saying, okay, what should I feel now? <laughs> or, and when you shared with me that maybe it was your ego talking, that's I think that was when I said, well, you know, hold it. This was very real to you when it was happening. And so it's only now, considerable time afterwards, when you also don't have that initial feeling that was coursing through you, that you're trying to rationalize it and pull it apart and, you know, maybe sort of downplay it. Because in, in Western society, we don't give a lot of credence or appreciation to things that are supernatural, right? Or, or that don't have very clear origins in, in rationality. So, but when I think what I had said to you was that if you felt it at the time, you dealt it. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you felt it, it was real to you. And that's what matters. It's like your experience. So you don't have to rationalize it to other people. You don't have to explain it to other people. You can share it with us, but you don't have to try to convince us or unconvince yourself of it either. It's like if it happened, it happened to you, you had an experience, you had a feeling, therefore it, it was real. Well, thank you, Monica. It's yes. nice to have a friend like you that uh, uh, doesn't question you. Or uh, Well, I ask questions sometimes, but I also don't... I think there are certain things like this. It's like, why would I question that? That's your experience. And you're telling me in quite sincere detail about things that have happened to you. So I, I, believe, that the, I believe you have these experiences. Thank you. So um, maybe... Um, uh, help not only to me but to other people who feel uh, things that they didn't feel or um, hear or hear uh, or see before or um, it might uh, change with um, the journey that you get on when you get the terminal diagnosis and when your time is so short and you think about life in a different way and um, so yeah like uh, we might be crazy from chemo or we might be just um, feeling more attuned more attuned, more attuned right attuned, like your yeah. portals are open yeah. to things that you might have had closed eyes and ears to before yeah yeah, and um, that reminds me, I would like to give you another cliffhanger. <laughs> this one is quite spicy. Uh, I'm going for a CT scan next week. So it will show um, uh, again what's going on. And that's, uh, that's a time when a person is extremely vulnerable. So please be patient with your family with your friends um sometimes they want to share i am the one who shares only good news this is true yeah if it's good news monica and other friends and family members they'll know right away look at me mm -hmm. i'm a superstar <laughs> <laughs> and if it's bad news um nobody needs to know because there's some much bad news in the world already you know that I don't want to add to it and just it's not pleasant to talk about it 
So you'll see next week, Monica. Yes. <laughs> yes. So um, that's another thing. Um, people cannot be pushed into sharing certain mm-hmm. things. And some people love to vent. Mm-hmm. And that's fine too. And it helps them. And we should listen to them. And um, offer any kind of um, consolation that... Um, they can, um, they, they want to. And I um, would like to thank Monica for, and my family and my other friends for being so understanding of this. You know, that uh, sometimes I do feel like talking about it and sometimes it hurts too much. So, Yes, yeah. and I mentioned this in an earlier conversation. It's up to us to take our lead from our loved ones who have the cancer. It's up to you to decide what you want to share and how, and it's up to us not to push and to understand what your preferred communication style and process is for those big news situations in particular. And sometimes even just a daily, how are you feeling? Send yeah. puppy pictures instead. <laughs> oh, puppies are the best. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, thank you, Monica. Thank you Always. for um, supporting me so much. Um, it's, I am such a lucky girl to have uh, a friend like you and to have my family and other friends, you know, it just, um, there were times when I was thinking, I wish nobody would love me so big because the, the idea of leaving them and them, them suffering, you know, was just too much. It was so much pain of uh, thinking about my family staying here and mourning me and uh, grieving and yes i at that time i was thinking i really wish nobody would love me too late (laughs) but at the same time what kind of life would that be right right then you know too late we do love you i love you (laughs) thank you i love you too you're a treasure (laughs) well thank you so much and we'll see you again you bet thank you bye-bye